Here we go, Tim. Oh, I'm ready. Welcome to episode number 13 of the Keep Up podcast. The infamous episode where one of us will die because right. it's highly unlucky. 13. Yeah. Yeah. Also where, why is that? Uh, because there were 13 cats somewhere. Oh, on the... Uh, <laughs> How that Please sound? put that whoopee cushion away. <laughs> Please. No. <laughs> I'm going to do you sound would. effects for the whole episode. You're, uh, please don't do that. This will... Oh, no. Oh. And we're done. Thanks yep. for tuning in. <laughs> Did you listen to uh, episode 12 yet? No. I posted episode 12. No, I don't even know who we are. Yeah, if I remember correctly, uh, I think you ended that episode by blowing that whoopee cushion into the <laughs> microphone. It'll never disappear. Whoopee cushions I and- are the best. <laughs> But see, I have the power to edit that out, but I just couldn't. It was too real. That's real Tim right there. <laughs> I like, hope it wasn't a real fart. That'd be unfortunate. It was hard to tell the difference, honestly. <laughs> uh, well, see, that's what I the people deserve, the truth. The truth, yeah. Yes. I couldn't believe you snuck it in before the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> just somehow got a whoopee cushion inflated and deflated before I could end it. <laughs> I had to go back and watch it because now I need to see how how successful I was. So let me remind you that you can't watch it. You know what, Brett? I have a vivid imagination, so (laughs) I just close my eyes and remember what happened. That's that's good. I'm proud of you and your imagination. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. Yeah, so people are sort of getting two episodes this week because I didn't get episode 12 up until Tuesday, I think. I think it was Wednesday. Because you, no. you were super No, I think bred. it was Tuesday. All right. I'll, I'll trust you on that one. I may have... Oh, yeah, because yesterday was... No, not... Yesterday was Thursday. What's, what's yeah. today? Today's tomorrow. Today's... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Today <laughs> is whatever day you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's <audience>. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so we're on 13. Mm-hmm. One of us is going to die by the end of the episode. I if, think can you funny. imagine if that really happened? I, I mean, it would be the best episode we had in the last one. Good series finale. Why? Because any good show has to end with a death that you don't expect. That's, I mean, that's only half a season, 13 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> we're, we're uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't it's know. A miniseries? A miniseries, there we go. The Keep Up Podcast mini. <laughs> yep. And then uh, next year we're gonna have two different podcasters. It'll be Bert and Term. Bert and Term. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bert and Term. I don't. I don't want that. I, I don't hope either. You live through this episode. <laughs> so let's start with uh, your new invention, reflections. What reflections? <laughs> um, I don't know if I. Do you have some? I think so. I don't remember if this was episode eleven or twelve, but. Uh, well, I'll just go right into it. Um, with the Rescue Rangers, I was talking about the music and stuff. Oh, yeah, the Jets. The Jets, yes. You they did the only, theme song? The, yeah, the theme song. They, nope. they they did that, but I wish I had the, my notes here, but uh, it was someone else who composed DuckTales. I said that they, uh, you know, they did both. They, they did both, but it was two completely different people who did DuckTales and rescue rangers. oh really mm-hmm. so wait did the jets have anything to do with ducktales no i don't think so i think so it was you just completely completely made <laughs> it was it was it had i think it was the same compose same composer but two different artists different bands yeah oh, okay well that's interesting because what you said made a lot of sense 
Because I had heard before that there there were a couple bands, like well, at least one or two artists who did multiple theme songs on 80s cartoons. Mm-hmm. And I think whoever did DuckTales also did do other ones, but maybe it's, like you said, the composer, right. the person who wrote the song. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Yes. Okay. And That's I think a solid I had another reflection. One, but I think I had another one, but I don't remember. So another reflection. <laughs> There's nothing to reflect uh, on. Let me see. I don't know. I don't know if I had anything. Seriously, so uh, there was. <laughs> you were perfect. There, what? You're telling me you were perfect. Um, I mean, mostly. <laughs> uh, I told you at one point that The Martian was on Netflix in Canada, and. I, I overshot. It's not on Netflix. <laughs> I mean, it's not surprising. Like, I, it could be. It, you you it definitely... Was, it, it wasn't, like, a bad just... It wasn't out there. It was possible. After, right. I mean, <laughs> I've been... So far, things have been pretty good with uh, between myself and Canadian Netflix. But of course. I, uh, I betrayed it by, by overstating. Because <laughs> I went so and looked excited. afterwards. I was excited, mm-hmm. but I still haven't watched Gravity or Interstellar, so oh, I have plenty best. of space adventure ahead of me. Yeah, you do. Um, there was one <laughs> funny thing to reflect on. This goes back to Eleven when we were talking about the names again, uh, like stage names mm-hmm. um, for actors. And after we talked about uh, Bruce Willis, uh-huh. our conversation was ridiculous, and I wasn't getting what you were saying. So it was just one of those things that, like, listening afterwards, I, I said, Bruce Willis's name is Walter. And you were like, oh, so his name is Walter Willis? And I was like, no, no. Um, or you said, like, Walter's his first name. And I was like, no, no, no. Um, his name's Walter Bruce. And then you were like, and his last name's just something else. And I was like, no, it's Willis. <laughs> and you were like, so his name's Walter Willis. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you just lose it. I just wasn't. I wasn't getting it. I don't know. (laughs) These reflections aren't very fun. People can just go and listen to that episode and hear that happen. But they, but maybe they missed it. Maybe they're allergic to the number eleven and they just have to avoid it. Do you see elevens all over the place? Like, do you look at the clock whenever it's like five eleven, eleven eleven? Specifically, I get nine eleven, which I think is awful, but. Well, everyone has like that thing. Like mm-hmm. I've heard a ton of people say that. And uh-huh. it happens to me all the time. I don't know is there something with like I mean It's the time oh. you die, Brett. Death <sighs> again. <laughs> uh, every episode. I'm gonna make a compilation of just you talking about us dying. <laughs> it be, might be the length of a full episode. I was gonna say you might just be able to squeeze in an episode. Once yeah. you get to episode six six six, that'll be the one. Oh man, that would be crazy. That, we That's that a lot be, of episodes. <laughs> What are we on now? 13. 13. <laughs> hey, you know, I like to believe. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. I like your optimism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have any reflections. But... Do you have a um, a transition for it yet? Like, have you made up a transition? Oh, for like an audio transition? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Should we have one? I didn't yeah. know if it was going to be like a regular. Yeah, okay. Please, please. Uh, a moment to reflect. Uh, uh. I think you um, should do the Mulan song when she's like doing the chorus, and instead of her <laughs> saying reflections, you come in and go like reflections, or say it like in a ridiculous when will way. My reflections. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, because she says reflection. When will my reflection? Yeah. So 
Because she won't say, why would she say multiple reflections? Because in that scene, there's a bunch of mirrors around her. That's true, but I don't know. (laughs) 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 This feels, is this a slow start? It feels like a slow start. Want to go to TV? Yeah, let's TV, sure. Okay, TV, ready, set, and. (gasps) Television! I finished season two of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Is that all there is? Uh, no, that's all there is available to me on Netflix right now. Check Hulu, because Hulu's I got... I need to. It always keeps it up ends... to date. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Do we still have Hulu? Yeah. Gnarly. Let me tell you the screen name and password right now. You yeah. can write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I forget, because like, I have to type it in sometimes. There's like four of us who share one, Yeah. and sometimes it's active, sometimes it's not. It's just all over the place, but yeah. it currently is active, so you can find all right. it. So what do you think? Sure. What do you think of it in the end? I love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I it and uh, season two ended with a um, pretty gnarly cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and it's actually kind of emotional for a uh, comedy. A cliffhanger. End. What what's going yeah, on yeah, there? Yeah. I, I can't say it. <laughs> can't I was say gonna it. say it, but I can't because um, coupled with the cliffhanger is a major spoiler. Oh, okay. Um, and I and I don't know how it turns out. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's like for real or sometimes in shows like this they'll be like. Um, I can't even think of, of an example that isn't just the spoiler. So, <laughs> <laughs> in the end, it could be a dream. Yeah, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, but uh, I think I think there was one episode uh, this season that felt like a little bit drab, mm-hmm. like it wasn't as funny. I wasn't laughing as often, and I was like, "Oh no, is it losing it?" But mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's like <laughs> it's so good. That's I think that's uh, the issue with binge watching is you kind of get like comfortable with it and. Uh, oh, totally. Like, it, things that should be funny, you're like, yeah, oh, not that you've seen it before, but it's just kind of, you're just going in the motions, basically. Yeah, You're just kind of brain dead by the end, but. Yeah, I think it was some of that, like, I kind of, but, I mean, it's it was still so good. Like, mm-hmm. last night we watched um, the last three or four episodes of the season, and they're all just so good. Now what are you going to do with your life? Well, I still have like a ton of movies and stuff to watch. Good, okay. If I feel like watching something, but um, <laughs> and I have like six TV shows in my queue mm-hmm. on Netflix, which is just scary to me because <laughs> if I start watching any of them, uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> TV shows are really—that's a big commitment to get into. It is, I know, and it's all stuff like it's X Files, it's Farscape, it's oh, Buffy, geez. all these things that are like pretty serious commitments. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long Farscape is, but um, I think five or six seasons. So that's not awful, but mm-hmm. I know X Files is like eight or nine. Yeah, I, they're on season ten right now. I think so. The Which one that is, just yeah the the yeah. the newest one. Yeah, yeah. So so that was really good. Have mm-hmm. you been watching anything? Um, I watched uh, the O.J. Simpson like TV movie. Well, it's oh. not a movie; it's going to be a series. But yeah, um, which I went into it knowing nothing because I was like a baby at the time that was going on. So yeah, there's not much to say because I've only seen the first episode. But it's cool seeing like David Schwimmer and John Travolta play these people that you know, like real life people, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they look really good. Like the whoever did makeup, like it looks just like them. So. Cool. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. I like I like seeing that side of it. Like a lot of the times, you just see the case and stuff, but this kind of shows what happens uh, before and like right before everything starts up. So is it so? It's it's episodes, like yes. it's an episodic thing, or mm-hmm. yeah, the is first, it a mini? 
I think so. So far, there's only three episodes like showing up. Okay. Um, so they have the next two weeks planned. But uh, the first episode was 81 minutes, so it just might be a oh know, wow short series. But I don't know. Interesting. So is it kind of like riding on the heels of making a murderer? Almost, but it's not like nothing's real footage. Like it's all actors. Oh right, right. Portraying the whole thing. That's but, cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, what else? I've been watching all the new shows coming back, Flash, Arrow, all the good stuff. Yeah, man, I gotta catch up. And let's talk about the terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> terrible to you? I still haven't seen it. Well, we'll, we'll say well, what it is. Okay, I'm being a little <laughs> bit judgmental. I watched, I watched, you know, two episodes of Supergirl mm-hmm. when it came out, and I was just like, meh, not worth <laughs> it to me. Like, I just, just a, uh, it wasn't bad, but I just mm-hmm. didn't care. And I thought the characters were like, meh, Mm -hmm. and I just didn't care. um, But now they're saying that they're crossing, um, they're going to like uh, do a crossover with The Flash. Mm -hmm. Supergirl and The Flash. That sucks, because I love The Flash. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want to watch Supergirl. That's the thing. It's going to force you to watch Supergirl so you can be caught up with the story because right. you won't know what's going on in her right. that half of the show. So, I mean, what are my options? I have to catch up on Supergirl mm-hmm. or I can just watch the crossover episodes or I can just skip those episodes. Skip the crossovers? There's yeah. No, there's no way. But that's like, I'm such a completist. That's going to drive me nuts. Right. You can't. You couldn't skip it. But there's just so much, there's so many shows that I actually want to keep up with. So feeling forced to watch Supergirl mm-hmm. just feels like an inconvenience and I don't <laughs> like it. I mean, it's only the first season, so you only had to catch up on like, well, you said you watched two. I watched two. Yeah. So I think we're up to episode like 13 or whatever now. So oh, got, got like 11. <laughs> Come a little on, more. man! It's <laughs> too much. I don't. It, it's the oh. thing was it wasn't. It's not even bad. Like the two episodes I watched weren't bad. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, first of all, it's the beginning. Like it's another beginning of a show. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just starting a new one is like okay. Here we go. Like yeah, get the origin out of the way. Establish all the characters and. Not that character establishment is bad, but I'm just like, you know, I don't know. Mentally, I'm like not ready to yeah, take in another. Yeah, first season's always slow or like yeah. you just, you got to get into it. Yeah, and, and it, um, you know, I thought all of the, um, there's a couple fights within the first two episodes that look really cool. All the mm-hmm. effects were, effects? Effects. I added so <laughs> many letters. All the effects are um, really solid and look mm-hmm. really good and um there wasn't really anything bad about it. It just wasn't. I'm not like a super girl, <laughs> like uh, universe guy. I'm not a super universe yeah, you don't guy. Like, like, you don't like Superman, Superman, Supergirl. I just don't really care a whole lot. I like yeah. Justice League Superman because I feel like he's a character you need in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't not like him. I just don't care a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't want to be friends. <laughs> I'm just busy right now. <laughs> Superman <laughs> takes offense to that big time. You think so, he's easily offended? Uh, yeah, I do. He's the man of steel, but what's the state of his emotions? <laughs> his heart's not made of steel, Brett. You have to understand. <laughs> he's a fragile man inside. <laughs> anyway, so are you planning on binging Supergirl? I think so. That so. You can, yeah. I haven't even seen it yet, so I don't have an opinion yeah. on it either. Or. I'm... I am curious to hear what you think. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, so I go am, ahead. Tell me what you think. Uh, it was nothing. <laughs> See, I, I haven't seen it. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, um, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know when I'm gonna binge watch it, but I think we're like three or four episodes away from doing the crossover. So, so you've got about a month. A month. Yeah. To watch like six months worth of episodes. <laughs> it's not too bad, but um, yeah. what else? Yeah, uh, it's not awful. I, I'm sure I'm sure you could do it. Um, I don't know. I might do it. I mean, I have a ton of stuff to catch up on anyway. Yeah. But um, we'll see. That was that was interesting news. And I, I should have seen it coming because it's what DC has been doing. Yeah, but it's so, on a completely different channel, so... You didn't necessarily that, think oh, it would have happened. That's true, actually. I didn't think about that. That's interesting. Yeah, but uh, it's the same executive producer, so they're all they're doing all of them. So. I did notice that. I did mm-hmm. notice some similar names on there. So, hmm. that's. Um, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I, I really like that things like this are happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. crossovers are awesome. They've always been cool, and we've talked about them since like day one. So, um, this isn't a different story other than I don't really feel like watching Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Supergirl. It's probably the best out of all of them, but we just I don't think so. I mean, see, yeah, like I said, I don't know cuz I haven't I haven't kept up with it. I maybe it's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm curious what the ratings have been like comparatively to Arrow and Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, and compared to Supergirl or just each other, just Flash. Uh, and Arrow? No, no, Supergirl compared to Arrow and Flash. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wonder if people have kept up with it as much as people have kept up with the other ones. Right. My guess is that uh, the Flash has either gone up or stayed pretty consistent, and Arrow has probably dipped a little bit. Yep. Because it, I don't know. I've heard some like. I think in general it just kind of like eh, it like stumbled imagine, around for a little bit. I can't imagine anybody like stopping, like watching a show even if it gets bad. Like uh, until oh, people at least, totally do un- until the season's over at least. I can't imagine. Maybe I don't know. It depends through. on the person. I guess like, Rachel can straight up be like, "This isn't really holding my attention anymore." Like I'm all done. Oh, I can't do it. I can't because I'm like I'm like. But what about the next episode? <laughs> I like, know. What if it gets great? <laughs> There's it's just... already written. I can't not <laughs> watch it unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it totally depends on the person. Some yeah. people can just drop it. I've come close to dropping a couple things, but then it always, I always find like some spare time where it's late and I'm awake and I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I will check out that next episode. And then it's good enough to like hold my attention again. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm curious if Supergirl has, I'm sure the ratings were decent at first and I'm just curious if they've kept up or, mm-hmm. Because um, I'm sure they'll spike at the Flash crossover. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. I wonder what the be- behind the scenes is. Because there's the possibility that maybe this wasn't planned what, way they far just, ahead. They just kind of did it on a whim? No, not on a whim necessarily. But I don't know. Th- this would be a total assumption. But in my mind, I'm like, is it possible that... Ratings were like, eh, and they were like, let's do a crossover <laughs> to get <laughs> everyone just to try. watch it. <laughs> but I'm, this is all 100% the least fair assessment because I watched two episodes and they weren't <laughs> even bad. I was just like, eh. Right. If you go in not wanting to watch it, you know, it, it probably, you know, yeah. by the end of it, I, you're like, meh. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's that. That's, that's what I... That's those are my feelings regarding the news of a, a Flash and Supergirl crossover. Mm-hmm. 
And I think uh, that's really it. I, I don't think I've I've ventured in anywhere else in TV land. It's Me been neither. Brooklyn Nine Nine all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have about 150 movies to talk about. So <laughs> shall we? Yes, let's jump to uh, that. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. Um, so 150. 150. <laughs> I watched them all last night. That's impressive. <laughs> um, so I I watched Kingsman. Ah, I saw Kingsman, mm-hmm. the secret service. Oh, secret oh, service. I love in this movie how, okay, like the whole idea of being like the classy uh, secret agent Mm -hmm. is so cool. Like it takes place, like their whole uh, base of operations is in a suit, Mm -hmm. um, uh, (laughs) like a tailor, a tailor shop. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that and how much attention is given to that whole idea that like we operate with class. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Is that the term? Lady? Uh, Lady, I guess. Yeah, lady and gentleman. That's funny. Um, so I, I, that whole aspect of it was really cool. It was a super fun ride. Samuel L. Jackson's character is pretty funny in it. I like the um, lisp. He, he, yeah, that was character. an interesting touch. Mm-hmm. Cause all right. Do you feel like Samuel L. Jackson just kind of is always Samuel L. Jackson in like a different costume or he, most of the time? Yes. There's been a few exceptions. Um, like, like Nick Fury, I feel right. like he's kind of, I don't know, toned down, but mm-hmm. he's still super intense. Yeah. You I know, think, He plays that leader role. Yeah, I think he, I see him more as Nick Fury than I do Samuel L. Jackson when, when he's playing Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't see him as Samuel L. Jackson, but in pretty much every other movie, he's just Samuel L. Jackson playing almost himself. Oh, his, yeah, like, his character like, that he created. He's always this outlandish. Right, because it's not even how I really imagine him being in real life necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's just this outlandish, like, I don't know. It's just a like, character he created once, and that's his character yeah. and everything. Except yeah, for like Star imp- Wars. He was good as Mace Windu. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and I'm not even saying that. Like, I think I think he's pretty awesome. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it's just... I don't know. It's just funny. I felt like this character was similar to other ones, but like in a different outfit with different intentions mm-hmm. as a character. <laughs> if that makes any sense. I don't know. He, he was kind of crazy and um, uh, it, it was, it, it was, I don't know. He was cool. It was an interesting, interesting role for him. Yeah. Um, and I don't know anyone's name. Oh, uh, Colin Firth was in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't but. know if I know what Colin Firth looks like. <laughs> he, uh, you know, he's in that movie. Right. <laughs> so, I liked it. You liked it. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. I just liked it. You didn't love it. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. It was, there were less moments of, like, intense... Um, exaggerated action. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were looking for? I kind of just thought that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of imagine, like there. I think you get more action in like a Mission Impossible or a James Bond movie mm-hmm. or uh, you know something along those lines. And it it wasn't bad. There was just like there were a couple moments in in the uh, progression of the movie where I was like, uh. I'm like a little bit 
bored, kinda. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the personal interactions. I like when um, I don't remember his name, but the guy that Colin Firth is like the main agent, right? That mm-hmm. you see throughout. Yep. Um, when he goes to uh, Samuel L. Jackson's house for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like and McDoubles or Big Macs or something. Yeah, they, they have, <laughs> yeah, they have McDonald's <laughs> for a fancy dinner, and um, they have almost like it's almost uh, like when um, Rick Grimes and the Governor sit down in The Walking Dead mm-hmm. when they're sitting at a table together and it's like really tense. Yeah, but they're just having a conversation. It had that kind of feel to it, so I, I liked a lot of the interactions mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, the story of the kid who's kind of downcast and then finds this secret agency. And I don't know, I'm kind of just like in the most general way possible describing what happens in the movie. But <laughs> I, I liked those aspects of it. And it was cool. Like the the training sequence where it's very, very intense to the point where someone could die. Like mm-hmm. the way that they... Um, they uh, train their agents or train people to either be a part of the Kingsman secret service or not mm-hmm. is really intense. And it's cool seeing that. And I don't know. It was fun. It was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you loved it. You said I, it should be like the best movie. <laughs> it should win like an Oscar. I had a great time with it. I, the whole yeah. time I was on the edge of my seat, uh, just with the, the, the action. That's, that's what kept mm-hmm. me going the whole time. I think the fight scenes were filmed fantastically. Yeah, they were for sure. But didn't you kind of feel like there weren't a lot of them? It was, I think it was spread thin. Like, the few mm. action scenes there were, they, there was probably, like, you know, one in the beginning, two in the middle, and, like, you know, the rest yeah. at the end. But um, even so, they, I think they were so good that I didn't mind all the talking and just, like, yeah. story development in between. Mm-hmm. I just thought they and were so good, and I don't know, they stuck with me. Right, and it definitely wasn't, like, it wasn't bad or even necessarily boring. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think this stuff in, you know, the kind of, like, the meat of the movie when, every, you know, you're learning more things about the Secret Service and um, kind of the catastrophe that they're trying to uh, um, avoid or in Samuel L. Jackson's plot as the villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. All that stuff's good, and you need all that. But I guess, I, I don't know, the whole movie has about it this feel of like uh what was that one movie shoot 'em up mm-hmm. um and you know something that's just kind of like uh over the top yeah so i thought there would be more focus on that kind of stuff cuz the action was really cool in the beginning uh with those dudes in the bar mm-hmm. when you first see Colin Firth and yeah, he comes awesome. in and that was so cool but then i feel like you don't really see much action from that point until at least not much fighting i'll say that cuz you see some action yeah but, but not fighting. I think the next thing after that is the church. The next like, right, big which fight. is crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's like that's a while. Later. Yeah, yeah. That's after um, the whole training segment. Like, yeah, and that's a big chunk of the movie. It is. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, but it was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would. I'd watch it again. Mm-hmm. I guess in the right company, I'd watch it again. Twice. I know you would. <laughs> 200 times. 200. Um, yeah, so I watched that, mm-hmm. and that, that was a while ago at this point. I also watched Grand Budapest Hotel. Ah. Yeah. That was really good. You saw it? Yep. Thoughts? Uh, I thought, well, I have to throw in, that was my first like full Wes Anderson movie I watched. 
Did you watch part of one prior to this? Well, I watched the beginning to the the Fox one, uh, Fantastic Fantastic Mr. Mr. Fox. I watched the beginning and it was just really late and I fell asleep. It's not that it was bad. So after I, I know. after Trust I me. saw Grand Budapest, I watched Fantastic Mr. Fox and that was awesome too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that is like one of my favorite movies, maybe ever. It's. I understand why people like him so much because his movies are so wacky, so wacky and mm-hmm. so funny. Mm-hmm. And the animation was really cool. It was like. Almost taxidermy animals, but in a like stop motion kind of way. Right. Um, yeah. So crazy. You can see like in the fur every mm-hmm. time someone moved them. You yeah. can see how the fur was moved and mm-hmm. stuff. Where it was, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. But going back to Grand Budapest, uh, it was mm-hmm. I just didn't know what to, what to expect from it because I haven't right. seen. I knew Wes Anderson was kind of an uh, out there director from what I've heard. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought it was awesome the whole time. It. it at some points, it lost me. Like, it moves really fast, and there's, like, people talk a lot, and I'm not exactly sure what's going on. But other times, I was yeah. like, this is just a great time because mm-hmm. it's just yeah. fun to watch. It, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt similar, um, similarly to what you're saying about that kind of having a couple moments where you're like, I don't exactly know what's happening right now, mm-hmm. but just, like, assuming you'll catch up at some point. Uh, I have seen... All of his movies now. Wow! And Impressive. yeah, I went I went through a thing. Um, <laughs> I think I think when Fantastic Mr. Fox came out, I was looking for like everything he'd done. Mm-hmm. And um, you need to watch others because this was not my favorite of his. Mm-hmm. I didn't not like it. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't. I'll say I didn't laugh as frequently as I did in some of his other films mm-hmm. and it was a little bit confusing at times. Like there are moments where I'm like, all right, this is like so weird that I don't even know what's happening. Right. Um, but I do love his style. Um, and it was, it was enjoyable, mm-hmm. but you should definitely watch some, uh, watch the Darjeeling limited. That's what actually did you just call me? the Darjeeling limited. What is that about? The Darjeeling Limited. The Darjeeling Limited. Limited. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a story about three brothers. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll watch them. I mean, if I can find them anywhere. Yeah, you can find them. Mm-hmm. I better the be. The Darjeeling Limited. <laughs> I'm never gonna remember that. Uh, I'll text it to you or something. Thank you. Just the other night, mm-hmm. I watched. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Shaking my why head. Are you sh- why are you shaking your head? Because <laughs> I haven't seen it, and I'm disgusted. You haven't seen it? No. <laughs> Dude, it was really, really good. I know. That's what I've heard. It It's really good. Uh, Steve Carell, Kira Knightley. It's I love quirky romance movies, mm-hmm. and that is what this is. Is it the and quirkiest? It's... it's See, I was trying to think because I've seen some really quirky romance. Uh, mm-hmm. I almost said Milms because I couldn't decide between movie and film. <laughs> so Milms, that works. Um, so yeah, I've seen a lot of really weird ones. Like, have you ever seen Dream for an Insomniac? No. It's a very, very good movie. You should watch it. <laughs> um, and then there's, you know, uh, Before Sunrise and Before Sunset, mm-hmm. those ones that I like, which... Are those quirky They're or are not they really just quirky? But I guess those are like artsy. Yeah, very artsy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's like, um, what's that one with? Uh, 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 Five hundred days of summer. 
That's a good one. <laughs> or the one about uh, New. What's the one about New Jersey? With um, New Jersey boys. No. <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey boys. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, Garden State. I never saw it. For real? I, I haven't even heard of it. I know nothing about it. Yes, you. Garden State with Zach Braff and Natalie Portman? Nope. You've I've never ne- heard of that? Never heard of it. <laughs> How could you have never heard of that? I just never heard of it. What's it about? States of Gardens? Is it like Secret Garden? Because I like Secret Garden. No, it's not. (laughs) Secret Garden. Dude, Secret Garden's the best. Um, I'm just looking it up to make sure I was right about it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, I I don't know how to explain it to you. It's a a quirky romance. (laughs) But uh, anyway, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World is um, another look at... Steve Carell being like the sad, like, I don't know, just sad middle-aged guy, Mm -hmm. I guess, (laughs) because he, who, uh, it made me think a lot of his performance in Little Miss Sunshine. Have you Mm -hmm. seen Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. Okay. So it's similar to that where he's just like, he has terrible circumstances all around him and uh, the movie kicks right off with news reports of the upcoming apocalypse. The world is ending. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he ends up meeting a girl through strange happenings. And uh, it's awesome. The movie is like kind of just their their adventures together. Like, what are you doing until the world ends? This is what I'm doing. Here's some of my history. And they get to know each other. And... Man, it's uh, it's really good, and the and then there's an ending that is just it's ah, it's good, it's good. It's just it was good. An emotional roller coaster. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Who directed and, it? Do you know? Uh, Nobody big. Know. Or uh, let me know. find out. I'll find out right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Bay. <laughs> Please, that. Well, <laughs> I mean, he could make a romance. I guess that'd be weird. It would be uh, very spinny. <laughs> it would be. Oh, anytime they kiss, that's what the camera would do. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, um, directed by Laureen Safaria. Best director ever. Um, let's see what else she's responsible for. Oh, uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And... Some other stuff that I'm not really <laughs> familiar with. <laughs> nothing, um, nothing big. <laughs> yeah, but she is a writer and actress. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess she, as well as director, mm-hmm. she directed that movie. And it's really good. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. I love Steve Carell. Um, Sounds Kira like Knightley's it's going to be sad, the movie. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's fun, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I think that's what's interesting and uh, like quirky about it mm-hmm. is it's it's there are elements of of sorrow and sadness mixed up in this like fun romance mm-hmm. and the world is ending so that's such a just dark theme to begin with yeah mm-hmm. like that's 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 your that's your canvas the world is ending <laughs> <laughs> so like whatever you put on it is gonna be sitting on something kind of sad yeah but. It's um it's good. It's not 
it's nothing devastating. It's not going to ruin your week, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it might sit with you a little bit. It's very emotional, and um, it was it was fun in the in a dark, weird way. <laughs> <laughs> Those um, were the best times. But it was really good, really well done, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like maybe this is weird to say, but I don't feel like I've seen Kira Knightley in much. Like I haven't personally seen her in a lot mm-hmm. of movies, um, but the, she's really good in this and. The only thing that I remember is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates. That's what yeah. always comes to mind. Um, and I haven't even seen... Is she in all of those? I haven't even seen them all. She's in the first three. I don't know if she's in the fourth one. I haven't seen that mm. one. Yeah. Or the fifth one. I don't even know where we are, but... <laughs> yeah. a lot of them. Know, <laughs> a lot. But, uh, yeah, she was great in this. Uh, and Steve Carell is always good. Mm-hmm. I, I've liked him in pretty much everything I've ever seen him in, starting with Anchorman. That was the first thing you saw him in? I think so. Well, um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there were some movies that I saw him in before I knew who he was. Like, mm-hmm. he was in, um, oh, I don't know which one came out first, actually. I remember him in Anchorman as Brick. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> but he was also um, the news anchor in, what's that Jim Carrey movie? Oh, about? um, Bruce Almighty. Yeah, 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 Bruce mm-hmm. Almighty, when he's that anchor. And then they did Evan Almighty. Right. But I saw him in, you know, in Bruce Almighty, I think, before I knew who he was, mm-hmm. in a wicked funny scene oh, when uh, when the... he's making him say, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. It's such a good scene. And now, Buffalo's number one news team. Good evening and welcome to Eyewitness News at 6. I'm Susan Ortega. And I'm Evan Baxter, and here's what's making news. A potential scandal with the Buffalo PD surfaced today when the mayor demanded that somebody give some water, please. It looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. I love that. Yeah, because he's a... Yeah, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Which, so weird how in that movie, he's like something of an antagonist, like he's mm-hmm. a jerk to Bruce the whole time, mm-hmm. and then they use him as the title character of the For sequel. For the sequel, I know. Why? And he's like the guy with the family that he's like a good guy, mm-hmm. and I don't know, it's so, it's, <laughs> I always so thought that was so weird. I was like, wait, he's the dude who's a jerk from the first one? <laughs> and they just thought, oh, why not make him the god yeah. in the next one? Yeah, right. Let's or make Noah, him god. Whoever he is. <laughs> uh, that movie was pretty funny, though, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. You're the worst. Anyways, <laughs> um, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, I would suggest it. Mm-hmm. I do suggest it. Good. I recommend it. Thank you. You're welcome. Where'd you see it? Uh, Netflix. Canadian Netflix? Uh, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Freaking Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Have you um, ventured into movie land? Yes. Uh, I saw this a little while ago, but I saw The Boy. That's the Oh, new, that's right. The newer horror so, movie about yeah, The Boy. Yeah, it's currently in theaters. <laughs> currently, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot different than I expected it to be. Um, it's one of those, like we were talking about with, um, that freaking movie that I can't remember right now, Crimson Peak. Uh, Mm -hmm. the trailer gives it one feeling, but the movie itself is different. Right. Okay. So like the trailer is super horror. Like you expect it to be a horror movie and it has elements of horror, but it's a lot more thriller than anything else. Okay. So did that work to its benefit? Yes. I think it came out, it turned out a lot better 
because mm. instead of it being like a possessed doll coming to kill you movie, it was a possessed doll, but nobody's afraid of it. Like people want to know more about the doll. And, oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So instead of her freaking out, like she did freak out for like the first half of the movie. Uh, that's reasonable. Whatever her name is, but. Um, then she started like getting more curious about it and asking it questions and testing out things. So it, it turned out cool and it had a cool twist at the end. I won't say what it is, but it was <laughs> something that came out of nowhere that you're like, Whoa, that's but, pretty uh, awesome. It was cool. It was a lot different than I expected, but in a good way. Yeah. It sounds like it ended up having more substance than you anticipated. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not like the whole possessed dummy thing is not a new concept. Right. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of cool that mm-hmm. it would catch you by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally say go watch it. It's not, there's probably like two or three jump scares throughout the whole mm-hmm. thing, but it's a lot more just like intrigue and like thriller. You're just yeah. sitting there like trying to figure out what happened. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Have Do you know a lot of people who've seen it? Cause I didn't hear much about it before it came out. No, I didn't. I still haven't heard anything. I saw it with a bunch yeah. of my friends and they were mixed. Some, some liked it. Others didn't, but really uh, not didn't like it. They just thought it was really slow at the beginning and it, it and it is, there's a lot of, um, like story and just like quiet slow parts but they're creepy they're eerie um, yeah but uh building the tension right exactly um so you know but i haven't heard anything i haven't heard good reviews bad reviews yeah it's it, i think it kind of flew under the radar yeah yeah that's what it what it seemed like for me mm-hmm. so uh, but i also don't look at the radar very often <laughs> <laughs> if there were things said about it i probably missed it mm-hmm uh, what it's just called the boy. The boy, yep. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. The boy. Let's see. On on IMDb, it's got a six point four out of ten. Not bad for a horror movie. Most of the time, and they get four, pretty low. Meta score of forty two. Whatever. All their opinions are bad. They might be. <laughs> I don't often pay attention. Um. Um. Hmm. Well. Yeah, that was cool. That's pretty I say, sweet. I say check it out. Yeah, um, what else you've been hitting the theater a lot lately. Yes, I also saw mm. another movie in, in the theater? theater in the theater. Dude, cool so did you. you we haven't even talked about it. But <gasps> oh, I forgot. <laughs> we'll jump to that because I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. I know. Oh. All right. Yeah. What'd you see? Uh, <laughs> mine's lame compared to yours, but I saw <laughs> uh, Laser Team, which was a crowdfunded oh. uh, indie movie from uh, another YouTube channel called uh, Rooster Teeth. Rooster Teeth. Yes, and they're more than a YouTube mm-hmm. channel. They're like a whole, whole company now that does a bunch of other things. But um, yeah, they're trying to be like the keep up. Exactly. They're they're trying to catch <laughs> up, catch up to the keep up, keep up yeah. to the catch up. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I you know, people probably don't know that we almost called the channel the catch up. <laughs> almost. But but then it <laughs> sounds like a condiment. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would have been a cool intro though. We'd have like ketchup splatter on the screen. Oh yeah, it'd be like the old Nickelodeon one. Exactly. Then yeah. we get sued, but uh, are they using it? <laughs> Not currently, actually. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, anywho, how yes. was Laser Team? It was really good. Um, it had a lot of elements, like a it was like a feature length YouTube like short film, basically. Oh, really? It was. It had high quality like stunts and stuff, but you could tell they their experience is more YouTube than it was filmmaking basically mm, that's interesting um but it, it wasn't bad it was really funny it, it was a good mm-hmm. comedy um and it's just it's crazy to me to think that they went from making like halo videos where they like voice over and did just set up scenes in halo the first halo to making so, a feature right. length movie yeah that is crazy so they did red versus blue right? yes 
Okay, that's crazy. That so it. that's was that what they started with? Yeah, like that, that was, was kind of their thing. break. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. And now they have a feature length film. Yeah, in they, it took them like ten years to do that to get their company from the very bottom. It was like five guys, and they were like, "Hey, let's make funny Halo videos." And then mm-hmm. it got super popular, and then their whole thing exploded. And they're just like that's a, crazy a phenomenon now. They go around the world and have conventions and stuff. It's it's crazy. So, I mean, that's pretty encouraging. <laughs> I know, seriously. It, I think they're a great story of how you could do, you know, start YouTube like we're doing and just, mm-hmm. as long as you keep at it and you have good videos, right. you can totally yeah, get up there. Right, and you're going to learn as you go. And, mm. uh, it's just cool. I, I love hearing stuff like that of people just kind of building something off of what they love doing. Right. Um, which reminds me how we missed a good opportunity to open a loot crate. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Oh. We, <laughs> if anyone doesn't it's, know, we do. I just want to say like, it's not my fault. It's, it's I, no, Brett's it's totally fault. not. It's totally my fault. <laughs> we do um, unboxings on YouTube, and uh, they're fun. Like the, the last few we've done have just been. Uh, they've been shorter, actually, but mm-hmm. I think they've they've been pretty fun. Um, so <laughs> Tim had one more loot crate left in his subscription, oh. which is one that we always unbox. And last weekend mm-hmm. was it? Last weekend I was home. Yep. I was back in New Hampshire for a weekend, and I just, like, we, I felt like I just couldn't find the time to do it. We mm-hmm. were going to do it on Saturday, but it was getting a little bit later. And we played Smash and Bros. for, like, three hours. Yeah, we played <laughs> Smash <laughs> Bros. for so long. <laughs> I totally felt like doing that more than filming. And then I talked to you the other day, yesterday, and mm-hmm. you're like, dude, I opened that loot crate, and it was amazing. It was the best <laughs> one so we've much. had so far, and we didn't open it for the video. Yeah, we didn't use it for an unboxing. But... It was, I knew everything in it. I could have <sighs> talked about it. It was... Right, where we've <laughs> we've opened some stuff and been like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then, But then after we're done filming, we're like, oh, I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> it's I, like, this is so <laughs> obvious. How did I not recognize that? Oh. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Well, let's, I, I'm encouraged by the success story of Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, Check was, out the movie. They, uh, they crowdfunded it from the beginning. That's really cool. I was going to ask, what, what was the theater release like? It, was it limited? or? Uh, it was limited. They had this program called Tug, and what it was mm-hmm. is you, um, you like, if you didn't have a theater in your area showing the movie, you sign up, and you're like, I can get 50 tickets sold, and then it'll be showed in your theater. Oh, that's cool. So, so yeah, um, a lot of people did that around like New Hampshire and everywhere, and it got a really, really big release because of it. Wow. Um, so they've been doing pretty good. Uh, that must have been huge for them. They must have been so stoked. Yeah, it, it went around the whole world. They had showings in Australia and Great Britain what? and everywhere. So Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I definitely want to check that out. Did they release it online anywhere or anything? Yes, yet? it was. Uh, they had a like dual release, basically, where it released. Uh, they had their showings in the theaters, and then the day after, they released it on YouTube, and you had to get a subscription to uh, YouTube Red. To see oh, okay. it. but the whole movie's there like it's just a kind of like on-demand release basically that's cool mm-hmm. what it, how much is youtube red do you know i don't know it's not that much that i know of i think mm-hmm. i i couldn't say though i i have no idea it's such an interesting progression with all these things because you know everything starts off free mm-hmm. like uh, you know it'll start off free and then you start to see ads pop up and you're like oh that's annoying but mm-hmm. i can deal and then the ads get longer, and you see ads more, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you can pay for this if you don't want to see ads, <laughs> which is like, I don't know. It's what happened with MySpace. It happened with Facebook. 
Um, now Just it's happening ads. with with YouTube, and it makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense. That's how you make money. You gotta have yeah. ads. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing on like Pandora and stuff like that. If you mm-hmm. pay, you know, they'll skip over the ads, and uh, and then you're paying that part that they would get from advertising. Exactly. Like so they they're probably sense, getting more for it too because it, yeah, you get paid depending on if uh, people click on the ad. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, right. You know, and people it's, paying uh, to get rid of it is better. Right, and it's a guarantee. Like if you're, if people are locked in for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. you're getting that every month. Right, for sure. So I don't know. I've thought about it. It's crossed my mind because I use YouTube a lot, and mm-hmm. the ads are just like, just they get they, annoying. Oh the, my! The ones gosh, that make you yeah. sit there for thirty seconds are the worst when you can't. Oh, skip. dude, is there anything worse? And uh, that also <laughs> just goes to show you how impatient we are. <laughs> seconds that's my whole life right there wasted (laughs) come on i literally my brain starts thinking about like what can i do with this time (laughs) there's gotta be a project i can complete i pull up my phone and by the time i load the app for whatever i'm doing the it's done it's there was no (laughs) point to me to go to my phone it's really you might as well watch the ad and see (laughs) if it's something you're interested in (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i don't know but so that's cool. I definitely want to check that out, especially mm-hmm. because of their like kind of story of starting from the bottom and now they have a feature length film that's mm-hmm. awesome. I feel that's a sneeze coming. Cool. I'm sorry Always. if I sneeze. Uh, uh, I'm good. Uh, I feel it. Wait. Right right here in uh, my nostril. Uh, <gasps> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um so you saw a movie that I, I did. can't believe we didn't okay. talk about. I know, I know. So <laughs> Rachel and I finally saw Star Wars The Force Awakens. And it sucked. That's what I thought. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was it was really cool. It was really good. Um there's something strange about seeing a Star Wars movie that just came out. Why? Like what? a current one. I don't know because my memories of Star Wars are ones that were made well before I was born mm-hmm. or the ones that came out when I was too young to really care. So wait, your and memories were made before you were born? M- <laughs> no. <laughs> you said like, your memories of Star Wars were made before you were born. No, <laughs> memories of the movies that were made before I was born. You How can I mean? you have memories before you were born? I don't. I'm saying my <laughs> memories are of these movies that were which made. were made. <laughs> these movies were made. Okay. Tim, context clues. <laughs> it so sounded like you had memories of movies before you were born. Don't make me reflect on this next episode. <laughs> I'll have to hear it again. See, now I don't remember what I originally said, so I we're won't know. We're talking about it until stairwares? No, I mean, like, <laughs> if I said that my memories were... <laughs> In my mind, Star Wars is either three movies that were made before I was born mm-hmm. or three movies that came out when I was young, didn't really care, and saw one of them. And I was like, well, that was kind of cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. But to be around during a time when one is being made, mm-hmm. like a brand new one and is current, it's just strange going to see it. Like, it is. This, this is new material in this universe, and that's weird. And it has some of the same. It's not a reboot. Mm-hmm. It's a continuation. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's just I, weird. You know? And seeing the plays off of different characters, the way they, you know, because I guess the other thing is we got new stuff in the prequels, but it was all leading up to um, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've moved onward 
um, you know, it, where we're seeing new characters, yeah. you know, not building into characters you already know. So that's a different thing. Um, some things right off the bat, uh, character design was super cool, like the Stormtroopers, um, Kylo Ren's lightsaber is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love his mask. I love that he has a mask and a voice thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they stuck with that character profile that he's like, you know, this dude in dark uniform with a weird voice and a cool mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, thinking about it, it's got to be tough designing something that's going to be... Uh, compared to Vader. Right. They, there's no way they could beat Vader. They just have to do something either very similar to Vader, um, mm-hmm. just to like show that they understand they can't beat him, but let's make something cool like that. Or they're right. trying to go like completely different, but that's not what they did. They made yeah. something very no, similar. No, I mean, you could see the parallels, and it was it was cool. It was like it paid enough homage to the original villain, mm-hmm. but also had like some freshness to it, something new. Mm-hmm. Um and I I love the characters. Ray is such an awesome, uh, such an awesome lead. Mm-hmm. She's just super cool. I know you're currently in love with her. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> single. Um, <laughs> so and thanks for listening. I don't know how you. Yeah, that, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, she's an she's an incredible lead. Um, Finn and Poe were both awesome. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. really, really cool. And Finn was very different than I expected him to. He was such a, kind of like a... Um, a coward? Yeah, <laughs> and like such a wacky sidekick character. Mm-hmm. I didn't anticipate that. Um, and I think it's just because all the, you know, all the previews, all the marketing was so intense, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just like I kind of expected him to be this this like man with an inner struggle that was like fighting for his life, which I guess kind of describes who he is. Yeah, but. I mean- that is he, him, he, I guess. Yeah, but he was. <laughs> he had this like cowardly thing about him. Mm-hmm. And he, what I thought was so crazy is, um, I don't know, maybe it's just the context of the characters in the Star Wars universe, but I thought they kept a lot of uh, humor that felt like the originals, like this, uh, like an, a style of acting and a humor about the characters that fit so well in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um you know, even like the, uh, I don't think we'll give any crazy spoilers, but uh, there's a moment where Kylo Ren's freaking out and the stormtroopers are walking around the corner and, oh, then, they and then they around. just turn around because <laughs> they're like, I will stay out of this. That yep. just felt like, I don't know, there was that kind of humor that yeah. was just like silly things that would make you laugh. Um, oh, I just thought of a reason we probably are definitely going to go into spoilers, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> um <laughs> The other thing, I don't know, is there anything you wanted to talk about? Because you've been sitting on this for a hot minute. And I just, I, I don't just, even uh, know what I can say anymore. It's, it's like, uh, it was just everything I expected a Star Wars movie to be like mm-hmm. uh, in the theaters. Like, yeah. Uh, I just, I feel like everyone felt like when Return of the Jedi came out, you know, like right. when, when the final movie came out for the original trilogy, like it was such a long anticipated thing and it was so exciting. Yeah. So, it was just great to have that experience. Right. Uh, and the um, movie itself was perfect. Like, I loved it. Loved it. it was, loved yeah. it. It was really, really good. Um, and, I, th- yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. Like, the ex- having the experience of this coming out and being like, man, there's a new Star Wars movie mm-hmm. in theaters. Like, that's – it's just crazy. And um, uh, starting from right here 
if anyone's listening and hasn't seen it yet, we're going to go into spoilers. There's uh, something we have to talk about. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll work my way up to it by saying this. I thought what was kind of crazy and mm-hmm. not a bad thing, so many parallels to A New Hope. So like, many. Like almost scene for scene mm-hmm. on some stretches of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people didn't wh- like that. Um, really? Which uh, makes sense because they were expecting something new. Right, because it, it's not a reboot. Right. Um, but it almost feels like that because of how close it is to A New Hope. Yeah. I mean, Ray is essentially Luke. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what is it? BB-8? Or B... Uh, BB-8, I think. <laughs> BB-8? I always get the I, wrong. I keep forgetting if it's BB-8 or B-88. BB-8. Uh, I, think, I think it's BB-8. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know... That he's basically R2's replacement mm-hmm. where he ends up with with Ray and um Han Solo's almost like Obi-Wan in, in uh, a sense like yeah in a way and Poe is like Han mm-hmm. he's like the you know the really good pilot and the hot shot uh, and yeah exactly mm-hmm. like there's there's that whole aspect there were more too that I I'm trying to remember um because watching it it was just like man that is crazy it's ah I'm going to be kicking myself <laughs> later because there were some when we were watching that I was like, man, this is so much like, you know, this particular scene in A New Hope. There mm-hmm. were so many similarities, but I can't remember them all right now. Um, but yeah, just seeing seeing those different parallels that seemed so direct. Mm-hmm. Um, like the story is pretty much identical for the yeah. most bit. Like, yeah, pretty much. Basically, um, they had to go destroy a Death Star again. <laughs> is, yeah, is the they idea. have to destroy... Yeah, yeah, right. Th- yeah, that was one of them at the end where they're trying to figure out how to destroy the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Um, and Whatever, I you think know, it's called the, Starkiller the, Base in this one. Starkiller, yeah. And um, uh, the whole, I mean, crux of the story where Kylo Ren is Han's son mm-hmm. and there's this whole uh, formula around the family dynamic mm-hmm. and uh, one, you know, either going... To the dark or to the light, like in an in well, is it in a new hope? I think where... it is Empire Strikes Back with Luke when he's trying to choose yeah. between light and dark. Well, yeah. not choose, but going through the trials with Yoda. Yeah, so you know, in one you have the father trying to convince the son to go to the dark side. Mm-hmm. In this one, you have the father trying to convince the son to come to the light side. Mm-hmm. Um, and Han doesn't even like operate in the Force. No, not um, at all. You know, Leia's the one who does, and mm-hmm. um, so I, I don't know that you, we saw all those parallels, and so then, then the scene, <laughs> the scene. Um, so the spoiler that I had mentioned, uh, I think we mentioned it in an episode. Yeah, I don't remember. I read a massive spoiler online, and I didn't want to say it to anyone because <laughs> their reaction would give it away, mm-hmm. and some. Jackaloon is driving <laughs> a truck around <laughs> with uh, a massive spoiler on the back of his truck that just says Han Solo dies in The Force Awakens. So someone took a picture of that and made a meme out of it. And I saw it on like iFunny, mm-hmm. like just flipping through. So there's no, I just saw, I was like, you would no! have never expected it. Never so, ever. I didn't know if it was a thing where everyone's trying to avoid spoilers, so this guy's like, oh, it'd be funny if I just put this on my truck, and Hilarious. but it's not a real one, you mm-hmm. know? But it was yeah. Han Solo dies at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it was annoying because I don't even know what my reaction would be, 
because since I read that, watching mm-hmm. the movie, it was very obvious. The whole time you're sitting there like, it's coming up. Here, it has yeah, to. here it comes, like the showdowns. And that, that scene specifically when it starts out, when you see the long bridge, you know from that point something bad's going to happen. Yeah, oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I, I guess that's the thing is, you know, we were talking, you were saying it's you kind of see it coming anyways at mm-hmm. that point. But the whole movie, I'm waiting for that moment. Right, and that sucks because your experience, you should just not be expecting it. Yeah, it, it totally ruined it. Um, you know, it didn't ruin the movie, uh, mm-hmm. but but I get that's it. That's a huge. That's a huge thing mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe to have Han Solo be killed. Huge, that's massive. Mm-hmm. So I, it just, it just pissed me off. Spoilers like that make me so angry, and yep. like, it's not, it's not funny to me because. I don't know if I take things like this to, and I'm not even like a huge Star Wars guy. Mm-hmm. Like even after seeing this movie, I really it was a really good movie. I really liked J.J. Abrams. I liked everyone in the movie. Mm-hmm. I I loved the leads, and it was cool seeing the the original actors mm-hmm. reprise their roles. But I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a fanatic, and it, you know, I don't know whatever yeah. whatever that says. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, um, but. Even still, not having been able to experience this like in its fullness while it was still in theaters mm-hmm. just kind of makes me sad. Like yeah. I'll never, I will never, this is probably way deeper than it needs to be, <laughs> but I will never experience this movie the way it was supposed to be experienced ever mm-hmm. because some dude thought it was funny to put a spoiler on the back I know. of the truck. And it's it's really not funny. The only person it's funny to is people who have seen it and just yeah. don't like other people. People who yeah. are just evil. <laughs> I know. It's it's like not cool. I know I do know people who are like, "Oh, I don't care about spoilers. Like it's just mm-hmm. a movie or whatever." But I just I don't know if it's cuz I, you know, write things myself or like I'm, you know, I'm creative myself. Mm-hmm. So I it's very exciting to me to like see something like that and see what people put into it and where the story goes. Mm-hmm. So to have it I don't know, it's just like I guess I don't need to explain why spoilers are annoying, but <laughs> this was a huge one that I really yeah. thought I was going to get to the movie before anything got spoiled and mm-hmm. cuz it's it's just enough where when you see the scene you don't know exactly what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. even even the fact that you know what's coming, you kind of in the back of your head there's like there's no way you can kill Han. There's Solo. that doubt like right. There's the possibility that it's not going to happen. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of what I imagine my reaction having been if it hadn't been spoiled for me is I would have been like no way. Right. No way. And then when it happened be like no, like mm-hmm. I can't believe they really did it. But instead, my reaction was just like oh, this is when it's going to happen. Yep. Like cuz my my uh surprise was expended for the spoiler. Mm-hmm. Like I read the spoiler and was like oh Instead of doing it during the movie, right? Exactly, you know? and it's mm-hmm. like ah, it just makes me it pisses me off right now. It just sucks thinking about it. I know it's seriously. <sighs> that's but that's why you got to see it when it first comes out. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not your fault, but it's still it's just yeah. There's no safety. You can't go on the internet no. until you see it. I know. There's no no respect. No, not at all. Rodney Dangerfield status right here. I have no idea what that was. What you, you don't know who said. Rodney Dangerfield is? No. Well, it's him. I'm too young. Yeah, um, but yeah. Overall, the Force Awakens was it was really good. I mm-hmm. again, like visually, it was really awesome. Um, I thought the way they pointed out um, 
Finn early on when mm-hmm. uh, the stormtrooper got shot and he like wiped Had the blood on his mask. Yep. And that's how you knew, like it was a little thing, but I, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like mm-hmm. that's just how you know that that's the stormtrooper you saw early right, on. Right, because they all look the same basically. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I thought the strength of the force in Kylo Ren was so awesome, like how exaggerated it was yeah. when um, they tried to blast him early on. I forget who tried to shoot him. Uh, it was uh, Poe. He Poe, shoots. Right. He shoots the yeah, whatever the he sniper, like, I guess. And he stops the the beam, and then after that scene's over, you see it like he kind of yeah lets it goes go. and explodes. That was such a cool way to to ex- like kind of focus in on how heavy the force is with him, or how strong it is rather, mm-hmm. because he you have to imagine like he's concentrating on it that whole scene when he's having conversation and doing all these things like right. he's still controlling. I was just like, oh man, like, yeah. that is so cool. It's hard to show the force because it's nothing. It's just like it's right. telekinesis. <laughs> it's something. So that, like you yeah. said, is a great way to show it off because mm-hmm. shows that he has at least a solid control of it, giving that he yeah. can hold the bullet while talking. Uh, and he had a cool set of powers different from like Darth Vader. Like he could read people's minds. Like he could really go in. And yeah. uh, they did such a great way just to show like everyone's reaction to it, like their brain being opened up and open to him. Uh, everyone's reaction to it just made it look awesome. I thought they did yeah. a good job with them. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, I, I was just going to say the saddest thing about Han Solo being killed is mm-hmm. Chewbacca. Oh, oh. But he goes on the sweetest rage killing spree Oh, ever. he does. I he got does. goosebumps because he was raging. Yeah. It was so and great because he got, really he got to kill people. Like, he got to... Almost get vengeance. Yeah, he but raged it does out. suck. But it's like that. W- honestly, that was the thing that like I was like, oh, Chewy. Mm-hmm. Like he, oh, it's terrible. That's his like, buddy. They they were always yeah. together. Oh, it bums me out <sighs> so hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, but it, yeah, it was really good. It's it's cool seeing how you know there was that fight between Kylo Ren and Rey at the end. Yep. Um, which was a pretty cool fight. I don't. One thing that kind of struck me a little bit is Finn fights him for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I don't know why that was even like a fight that happened for as long as it did. Why? Because Finn was just a stormtrooper. He doesn't fight with a lightsaber. He's but he can. It's just like a sword. Like you don't need to be a Jedi. Dude, or I can't a Sith. fight with a sword. Dude, if I, don't I know. and and he's going against <laughs> Kylo Ren, who is like. The Vader of now, mm-hmm. who is like skilled with a saber, skilled with the force. They might have used it to show off that he wasn't very good. Like he wasn't right. I, well I, I guess that kind of made me second guess it. And throughout the whole movie, or uh, um, second guess like how strong I had decided that he was. So it seems like there is that thing because he's young, right? And the force is strong with him, but he's uh, reckless. He mm-hmm. like rages out randomly and. You know, people don't even want to be near him, and he's not a very strong leader. Plus, he was very hurt too. He got he got shot by Chewie, I think, in the in the hip. Oh, you're right. You're right. He so there are shot. factors to show yeah. that that it could have been an okay fight with Finn, but mm-hmm. I do agree with you. It should have, uh, you know, Finn should have been taken out in like two seconds after the fight started. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. And it wasn't a big deal. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you want to see some some scuffles at the end of the movie. Right. Um, and the same could kind... Well, 
No, I wasn't really surprised that Ray could handle a lightsaber because she has that staff all the right. time. And um, so, so that was really cool. And um, do you think she's Luke's daughter? <sighs> I don't know. It would. It seems so obvious. That so you're I, like, maybe it's not. Right. It's yeah. just so obvious. But even so, I wouldn't be upset if that was the case. I'd be mm-hmm. curious to see how they reveal it. Um, she could be, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But it I could say uh, either way. Oh, that was the other thing that was uh, kind of paralleled when she first started using the Force. I mean, I guess that's just how you would talk to someone if you're using the Force. But when she's like... Um, what, doing the Jedi mind trick? Yeah, when she's tied up to the chair. I'm trying yeah. to remember exactly what the scene is. Yeah, she's strapped into the chair, and she's like, you will leave the room, and you will leave the doors open. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what would you say to me? And then she says it again, and she he just repeats what she said and then does it. Mm-hmm. And it was like... Um, when Obi-Wan scene. did it. Yeah, in, yes. In, in A New Hope. Um, yep. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Too many movies. I can't remember like, which scene was in Seriously, what. Seriously, what's the what? other... Because now we're getting a Star Wars movie every year. So we're having six in total uh, so far that's been announced. Yeah. Because right, this there's... year, 2016, is going to be Rogue One. That's and, this year? Yep. Wow. And then next year is Episode Eight, And then the Han Solo slash Boba Fett, either or. And okay. then Episode Nine, And then Boba Fett or Han Solo, the other one. Mm. So... That's a lot. That's that a lot to a look lot. forward to. Um, so we're going to have a lot of names to jump through. We're going to have nine different titles <laughs> to oh, uh, jump around. That's so much. I need to, I need to rewatch some of, uh, some of the original trilogy. Because you know what I think is going to happen? Honestly, I think the uh, episodes one through three mm-hmm. are going to start being relatively ignored. I think so, too. You know, if they haven't been already, like, kind of overlooked... They just don't seem to matter in the wake of all the new stuff that's no, coming out. There was nothing um, established in the first, uh, the prequel trilogy that mm-hmm. has any effect in these newer ones. No, and so I mean far, you can, anyways. right? Yeah, no. There's there's been nothing. It's all, it's all, it's contained. all contained in those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, other than having some history, um, of Vader, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing. I don't know. I just don't feel like they're going to come up as often. Right. Now you have all this stuff to, to reflect on in the original trilogy from what's coming out now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Um, it was, it was really good, really good. And it's exciting because uh, I assume they're going to continue to be good. Yeah, um, definitely. Be a whole lot of people disappointed if it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, episode seven's good enough where if the next two are bad, I, I I'll be upset, but seven was <laughs> right. so good. I just, it's okay. It's I'll yeah. Be okay. And like, <laughs> I started saying this earlier, but how cool that they're setting up. You know we're going to see more of Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. and we're going to see a progression probably similar similar to what we saw with Vader. Right. In the original trilogy, you know? And these characters are going to grow and, and span the series, which mm-hmm. is going to be it's gonna be cool. I'm excited to see Rey develop more as a character. Definitely. And, I love... Um, I think her character is going to be the best. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and how cool to take... A stormtrooper, and make him like, a hero. Make him do himself. anything with right. him at all. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, oh, that was the other thing. Stormtroopers actually hit stuff in this movie. That's true. They were very accurate. There was a lot of <laughs> lot of explosions and deaths. Yeah, and they were good. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely was, more competent in this one for yeah. sure. 
there was a really cool fight between Finn and one of the troopers. Oh, traitor! And he had he his had name's the, traitor. T R eight R is what people are calling him. The one with the electric staff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a huge thing right now. Really? Yeah. Why? There, there's been memes, and it's he's uh, he has like the Boba Fett effect, is what people are calling it. Uh, he's he, like that. Yeah. Where he's just like comes in, he's very quick. Like he has three lines. But everyone remembers it because it was such an awesome scene. And he was comes right. out of nowhere and he's like, traitor! And then they start yeah. fighting. Um, so it's just a big internet thing. People make memes. Everyone making jokes. They want That's him in the cool. next movie. Yep, yeah, he'll have a cult following. Exactly. He'll show up somewhere. So, yeah, that was really awesome. It was cool to see actually someone battle someone with a lightsaber that wasn't mm-hmm. a lightsaber. Like, right, yeah. Like, it, right. it was just interesting to see that they have the ability to fight them with a lightsaber. Or without mm-hmm. a lightsaber. Yeah, what did he what did he have? Because it wasn't a lightsaber, right? It was but like it was... the the two I don't know, Ton not uh I wanna say Tonfas, I don't think that's the name of it, but they were like he had, he had one in each hand and they were like staffs in his hands kind of. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, so it was basically we were seeing that same weapon technology, mm-hmm. but it's not a lightsaber. Right. Um yeah, th- that that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know why little stuff like that seems so significant. I guess it's because the um, stormtroopers aren't just like this expendable army, right? They're just actual like soldiers, fodder. right? They can yeah, actually, exactly. They can actually do stuff. They're, they're yeah, they're a real a threat. threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do wonder why the motivation for Finn to abandon his. Um, his post as a, as a stormtrooper, like what he was raised from birth as a stormtrooper. Like why would it hit him? Well, because the guy who died, who rubbed the blood on his face, that was part of his squad. And he grew up with the squad. Um, and because he died, he saw that like, that's not what he wants. He doesn't want people Mm. just dying. And then obviously you see all the people in the village get slaughtered at the beginning. Right. Um, He didn't start shooting. I think he knew it was wrong. Which is yeah. it's cool to see because he was raised like cool. he wasn't raised by parents or anything. He was raised right. in the facility or right. So um, to see that there's something, some kind of conscious, right? Like how does he know what's it. good if that's mm. if nobody's taught him it? So it's cool right. to see that. That is cool. Yeah, that whole uh, there's just so much interesting stuff about taking a stormtrooper and giving him a story, like putting him in in the forefront. And I love just seeing little things like seeing him take his mask off and how he's like sweating profusely. And he's just like, you know, it's got to suck being in one of those suits. He does. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was, it was really good. I Mm -hmm. mean, everyone's been saying it's really good. I'm not saying anything new, but I finally saw it. Yeah. That's um, great. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Um, what else, what else you got? (laughs) I have game news. All right. Well, if you have a game, let's do a game. Uh, okay. Video games. So, Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. There was a tickle in my throat. Carry on. Uh, so Smash Bros. had the last DLC come out. Oh. Uh, Bayonetta? Bayonetta and Corrin. Uh, Corrin's the other one. Which is very... Who cares? Oh, I'll tell you why you should care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I care. I care. Um, so they both came out, and I got them because I had to. You did? Uh-huh. Yeah, Good the man. day they came out, I was like, I have to get this. You so. had to, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both awesome. It's, yeah? It's very bittersweet because it's awesome to get these characters, but that's it. No more characters. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I mean, this is the first time 
This is the first Smash that has ever had DLC characters to look right. forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is kind of like, oh man, there's nothing else. That's I know it was it was such a yeah. beautiful beautiful road to get to all these characters. Right. Um, so I mean, how do they play? Do you love they, them? Yeah, Bayonetta's really cool. She's tough because her moves are about like a character length away from her. If that makes mm. sense. So yes. instead of you running towards someone and doing an attack, you have to kind of measure where they are. It's a big right. range, though. She has it's probably like a character length long the attack too, mm. if that makes sense. But um, yeah, like the distance. I picture like the starting distance of a match. Right. Like, like um, when you start the character you're facing, or no, that's probably too far. Yeah, it's it's more like so. Imagine two characters sitting right next to each other, and then directly next to that character, there's a third character. It's about a third character away. Right. So when we play online, that's what right. I'm picturing. Two okay. on two. Yeah. The distance between two characters. Yeah, give or take. <laughs> <laughs> that's the measurement I have in my brain. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. There's they're like the distance to tax. Right. Which are kind of hard to measure yeah and it's tough if you get close because she does have close range moves um but they're kind of tough to pull off because a lot of them are like uh zero suit samus's where you like jump in the air and then have to do like a kick in a direction yeah um but she's cool she has a lot of powerful moves um i don't know i had to mess with her some more because i played with her once and i i didn't really get everything she has a few things i didn't understand how they worked yet but um it was really cool to see her and corin though Oh my. Yeah. Corrin's yeah. amazing. That good? Like really? really, really good. Um yeah, so it's a boy or girl, it can be either or, it's just like Robin. Um, so you can switch between the two. Oh, okay. Um, but he just has a moveset or she has a moveset that is so different from all the other Fire Emblem characters. It's just really neat to see yeah. to see the difference. Like they they actually made a character that's, that's different. good. Um Right. I mean that was probably the the fear was that we're getting another fire emblem character mm-hmm. and it's going to be the exact same thing yep but uh he has a move set that's just really different like uh for instance he has this charge b shot so you know samus has her charge like super ball or whatever yeah he has one very similar where he shoots like a blue energy ball but then a giant dragon comes out of his fist at the same time so you can either hit someone from far away or close up when you do it um what? and it's awesome because either one does massive damage like it's surprising how much damage Dude. he does get out um here. but he's got some cool other ones he his theme is like he be, can can become a dragon like he can just kind of change into a dragon to do his moves um i don't hmm. i don't know anything about him so i don't know why or how he does it but um i don't know he's, have you ever played fire emblem i played um i've played some i haven't beaten any like i've just dabbled hmm. in it but I want to play the new one. He's in uh, Fates, I think is what it's called, Fire Emblem Fates. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah, they're both really cool. Totally worth getting. Um, I want you when you next time you come up, we'll play as them, and then we can talk about them more. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it, it was just really cool. Um, yeah, that's it. That's just I'm excited. Ah, I like them. So awesome. You have the complete Smash collection. Yes, it's beautiful. That's so excellent. Yeah. That's about it in games. I have a big game I want to talk about, but like I said, I'll save it for next week. Okay. Something to look forward to next time on the Keep Up Podcast. Oh, the lag. What lag? You got lag? Laggle, laggle. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, now I can. Uh, Now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't trust the internet, so let's move into literature. Oh, literature. Have you read? 
read anything good lately? All right, so uh, this... Uh, now nah, this belongs here. It could maybe have gone into television, but uh, it's not gonna. Okay. Because <laughs> we're talking comics right now. Mm-hmm. Darkwing Duck returns to comics. Comics. Who's doing it? So, uh, let's see, let's see. This is from the Nerdist.com where, <laughs> where I'm reading this. It says, Joe Books is publishing a new Darkwing Duck ongoing comic book series, which is expected to debut in April. Uh, the creative team for Darkwing Duck will be writer Aaron Sparrow and artist James Silvani, both of whom worked on the previous Darkwing Duck comic book that was published by Boom Studios in 2011. Um, so... What's exciting about this is, is that there's uh, two of them. Thi- what? Two what? <laughs> two what? series. <laughs> two series. Yeah. <laughs> um, I never. I don't think I've ever read any Darkwing Duck. Um, I have a couple friends who are like crazy stoked about this, mm-hmm. and there's also been some talk about whether or not this will lead to Darkwing Duck returning to TV. <sighs> Which would be really cool. Which would be I, really I mean, cool. Dude, I loved Darkwing Duck as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have season one on DVD and haven't revisited it. Um, I'm I'm pretty anxious too, but I just haven't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I thought this was pretty exciting. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna pick it up or not. I probably mm-hmm. will. Um, and I'm just hoping that. That it gets a good response, and that potentially we'll see another another uh, Darkwing Duck show. Like we'll see it come to TV again. Mm-hmm. I I'm excited, but also scared of what a reboot could be like. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know. Can it have the same flair as when you were a kid? Dude, I never anticipated anyone being able to reboot. Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and have it be good. Mm-hmm. And I love what's happening now. Mm-hmm. So, but you didn't like possible. the other or 2003. Did you like that the one? The 2003 one? It was okay. Mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't, it didn't have, I don't know. That we've talked a little bit about this before, but I think that was just an era of, uh, that cartoon felt more I don't know how to explain it. It just <laughs> wasn't that good. It was just no, like it, it wasn't even that. It just felt kind of like yeah, they were going for like the toughness mm-hmm. factor and like the original cartoon was very like it was goofy and there you know there were fight scenes and stuff like that, but ultimately it was like a comedy, like it was mm-hmm. a fun cartoon. And they kind of took it in the 2003 version I felt like was almost a reach to be like uh, like the X-Men cartoon in the 90s. Okay. But it wasn't as good. And, um, but it wasn't bad. Like, I watched some of it, and I was like, eh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But the new one has, like, modern-day animation with these incredible fight scenes. It's legitimately funny. Like, it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. And there's there are tons of references to, um, I don't know, just, like, Ninja Turtles lore mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff that as a longtime fan, is is really um, uh, satisfying, mm-hmm. like, when you're watching it. So, and I felt like the 2003 one was kind of what you're saying with Darkwing Duck. Like, would it be just kind of a reboot that's like, eh. Right. Like, it's not it's not anything to, to get excited about. But I think Darkwing Duck was iconic enough and has enough people who, like, 
it had enough of a following then mm-hmm. of people who would remember it, and it could be really fun to bring back. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's just cool. It's always cool, I think, hearing about stuff like this because everything has improved so much as far as... I don't know, uh, uh, animation and uh, printing and just everything in all these different creative mediums has has gotten better. Mm-hmm. So taking things from a time when things were less advanced, I think is exciting now because you wouldn't have gotten a Ninja Turtle series animated the way that it is now back then, right. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we have the capabilities and uh, also... Writers who, like we talked about before, are probably like around or at least in our part of our generation Mm -hmm. writing for a show that they potentially grew up reading or watching, Mm -hmm. you know. So I don't know. A lot of interesting possibilities. (laughs) I think that's cool. I'm excited to see where it goes from here, because are you saying like if it becomes popular enough, they might bring it back to TV? Is that the idea? I don't know. Uh, that's what people are talking about. Because there was a, I guess there was like an April Fool's joke last year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think it was last year about it coming back to TV, mm-hmm. and people were stoked about it. So you wonder, like, if they're putting feelers out, be like, oh, would people be into this? Right. And it's like, yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> like, <of> so <laughs> I think a comic is a cool way to to bring it back because there have been Darkwing Duck comics in the past and. Um, I'm just saying they might use that as a, as a way to, to feel it out mm-hmm. and see like, okay, this was a huge seller and it might be like, okay, people do want this. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Not that I have time to watch any more shows, but <laughs> uh, I, w- I would be willing to check out mm-hmm. a new Darkwing Duck. That's, see, that's a good one at least because then you can watch it with the kids, you know? You won't. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's a kid's show, but you can watch it with everyone. So Yeah. I mean, one would assume. Right. Shut up. What if they made? What if they made like a like a Darkwing Duck style or like Adventure Time style Darkwing Duck? That would be so weird. It would be so weird. Oh, are you saying like the art, like the animation? Yeah. Or like uh, the whole thing. Like, what if the whole feel of it is like modern day weird cartoon? That would style? be so strange. <laughs> I was the the one that crossed my mind was Gumball. If it had like a Gumball type of animation, yeah, three D and two so D and a bunch of different kinds. <laughs> I couldn't imagine so what it would be like, but I don't know. Um, I don't. I I don't know. I, I'm curious to read the comic. Um, <laughs> um, I, I do think I'll pick it up when it comes out, um, provided I remember. When it <laughs> That's comes out. true. Because <laughs> um, they're talking April, which holy crap! That's only well, it's not that far away. We're I already mean, we're in the second month of the year. I know. That's weird, right? Yeah, it's time it's flies, man. Totally. Um, but I, I I got something of a hankering for old Disney animation mm-hmm. because we watched a Goofy movie the other night. That's good and stuff. It's <laughs> so good, dude. It's so good, and it mm-hmm. you know it's it's from like that that time period. And I was like, man, it's just so like Ducktales. And then we were talking theme songs last week with yep. Chip and Dale. And <laughs> I'm like, man, I gotta get some Disney fix in because. Um, it's just so good. I don't know. I and love I, the older I, animation. I would pick that yeah. over 3D any day. I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, so, I mean, that's an interesting point, actually. If Darkwing Duck came back, mm-hmm. I would want it the way we had it before. Yeah. Like, 
I wouldn't want 3D if that was yeah, if that was the choice. I wouldn't really want that. For some reason, I don't know if it's because there's already been so many different versions, but like some characters, like the turtles, like the, the show being 3D mm-hmm. was like, oh, it's just a different look. Um, it wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But something like Darkwing Duck, I'm like, I don't know. Like part of what I love about it and reflect on is how classic the animation is, mm-hmm. you know? And it was. They're just really good. Yeah, that's so. what they're doing with uh, Powerpuff Girls. That's coming back this year. Um, and uh, that's funny. I was just going to bring that up. But there, what's the animation look like? It's like it's 3D, but not like Turtles 3D. It's almost like a flat, like a 2.5D, if that makes sense. Like, So could you compare it to another show? Because I feel like what you're describing, I feel like I've seen that. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, maybe Gumball. You I know, was just going to say, is it like Gumball? Where almost. Um, I'm trying to think. Gumball's the closest because that has their idea of 3D is like almost 3D. Like it's so they have so many different art styles in it, it's tough to even compare it to that. But Yeah, right. That's true. Uh, that's they have a, pictures. That's a they had a special thing. come up uh, last year. Um, so you could see what it looks like if you just look up Powerpuff Girls. I think it was a Christmas special. Um, oh, okay. So they kind of right. tested it that, that way. Um, so, but the, I haven't seen anything new, so it might not be the 3D that, or whatever it was, 2.5D. Um, but that's all I've been hearing is that's the direction they're going. So, hmm. well, that's exciting. I also mm-hmm. love the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. I, uh, they look kind of different, but it's sometimes they need to change and update. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to be open-minded if the animation isn't what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But, um, but with Darkwing Duck, maybe I'll start with the comic and. Right. See how they do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever experienced it in a written medium. I only have memories of Darkwing Duck as a cartoon. So, right. Um, and I'm also unfamiliar with Joe Books. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be IDW because they're the ones that do all the great right. ones. So, <laughs> And actually, Boom Studios makes sense, too, that they did it before because they, they do a lot of stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah, I've heard them with other cartoons and just various kids' comics and stuff. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, um, that's all I got, man. That's all I got. I am all done for this week. What was that noise? Oh, you're the one who's going to die. It's I think you. Cry- I know. I was just going to say, neither of us died. Um, you're the I think one, there's Brett. some crying happening outside my door, so... Oh. Uh, there's probably a child that needs tending to. <laughs> That's just sitting there like, please feed me. <laughs> please. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. So I guess I'll go take care of that. Um, yeah. This was, I feel like I rambled a lot this episode. That's fine. Sometimes you got to ramble when the figs are not the Newtons. I've always said that. I mean, don't forget it's end babble. Oh, I'm getting out of here. When you flip the pickles, <laughs> yeah, we, the time is now. <laughs> <laughs> we just got in a quick uh, assessment of the current episode and end yep. babble. So I think we're this yep, episode's complete. This, yeah, this is the end. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, uh, Tim, thanks for joining me again. Yeah, let's hope you get this out on time. Maybe. Yeah, someday. I'm gonna I'm gonna basically go right to editing. <laughs> yes. Is this ever going on YouTube? Are we ever getting YouTube yes. versions of Maybe this? Maybe that's what I'll do this weekend. I'm not yeah. traveling this weekend. Are so. you sure? No. Are you not sure? Yes. Are you wearing socks? Yes. Then go take a bath. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> uh, oh. All right. We will see everyone um, next week. Tim, are there any new videos up on 
the YouTube page. Uh, Saturday, we're going to have a new food challenge video. Oh, sick. Well, it won't be All a right. challenge. It'll, it's more of a food fun video, but. Food fun video. Food fun. Hmm. Yeah. Is that like fun food? Yeah, almost. Is it a food fun video with fun food? No, it's a fun food video with food fun. So there's no fun food in the food fun video? No, there's fun food. I definitely said food video. Video. I said video, so I lose this, this <laughs> challenge. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about. I don't know either. I'm leaving. Oh, we'll see you right. guys on episode number 14. Oh, my favorite number. That's the that's a good one. That'll be that's the That's the best one where episode. I'm resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're going to die now. Yeah. All well, right. thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.